Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060. As always, follow along with us online at KDOS1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. We head on out to the KDOS hotline to get an Arizona Cardinals and NFL draft preview. Howard Balzer with GoPHNX.com. Howard, it's Bob and Kayla. Thanks for the time. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. How are you all doing? We're doing fantastic. Uh, Before we dive into the upcoming NFL draft, uh, I want to get your perception and perspective of this, uh, that the Cardinals are certainly going to have plenty of things to discuss, but you've been getting um, more press conferences, more time in front of head coach Jonathan Gannon, more time in front of general manager Monty Austin-Fort. Some of the players have even met the media for voluntary minicamps as well. So has anything stood out to you about a change in philosophy or attitude or culture shift with this new staff yeah i think uh, you're, you're right in terms of uh, making you know making guys you know available uh, jonathan gannon and some players are going to be available you know later today uh, in the second day of, of the mini camp one day of media access for the three-day uh, camp and of course they had several weeks ago uh, they had all of on two different days they had all you know the assistant coaches uh, that had been hired available uh, to us all to talk to, and, and before that, each day, John, you know, Gannon uh, talked. So uh, there does seem uh, to be, uh, you know, a little, a little more, a little more openness uh, about it, and which is, I, I think, is you know, is always a good thing because obviously we in the media are the conduit of what the team is thinking, what they're talking about uh, to the public, and so I think any time that occurs, it's good. We'll we'll see how it continues with OTAs and minicamp and and training camp, of course, and then the regular season. But uh, Gannon, I, I think Gannon has been uh, very forthcoming, you know, gives, you know, good answers, uh, not, not too sentence variety. And so I, I think that, you know, he's been, obviously they're only going to tell us what they want us to know, but I think uh, so far so good in terms of uh, the, the accessibility and, 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 and the way that, you know, they, they interact with all of us in the media. So, do we have an idea what the new uh, Cardinals' philosophy is moving forward? Philosophy in terms of the football team on the field? <laughs> sure. Or, yeah. you know, maybe you know, you know, pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, it's still early. I think that's, you know, that's important, important to know. And like I said, we're only going to be told what they want us uh, to know. But, you know, I think that, you know, in terms of philosophy of the team, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see that a little bit in the draft are they able to pull off a trade for DeAndre Hopkins are they able to pull off a trade for that third uh, overall pick and you know but you know at any it, it, there's always a little bit usually of a honeymoon uh, when a new group uh, comes in and especially when it's a new general manager and a new head coach with with a new staff uh, but I also think they want to put their message out I mean when you look at what this team has done over the last month plus since the start of the league year uh, they've been you know, not you know, you know, giving out one and two year contracts, many of them at the minimum uh, to the players that they've either signed uh, or re-signed. It's a coaching staff that does does not feature a lot of experience, which also likely means uh, not not a very high priced uh, coaching staff. So you know, we'll see how all those things play out. One thing that was notable to me, Bobby, was that early on, after the coordinator, two coordinators have been hired. Uh, Jonathan Gannon made a comment when he was asked about how inexperienced they were. He said, well, 
that there's a plan to get major major experience on this staff. Well, that has not happened. That has not happened. And I know that a lot of staffs around the league are, you know, can be relatively young at times. But you also see teams hiring the Dom Capers and you know people like that as senior assistants uh, to you know to help those younger guys. There's 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 none of that on this staff. So only time will tell whether this approach that will work and that this team can uh, can can get back to where the, the way you know everyone hopes it would be. Howard Balzer, gophnx.com here on KDUS AM 1060 in the extra point. There seems to be a lot of uncertainty at the top of the draft, whether it be because nine of the top 11 teams picking have either a new general manager or a new head coach in their first or second year, whether it's all just smoke screens, a run on quarterbacks happens or not. So what sense do you get that there's viability of trading out of that third overall pick and a second prong to this? Do you think that they should? try to trade out of that third overall pick I think they should try to trade out of it and I'm sure they will and the question becomes and you you raise a great point Kayla because it's one thing to say trade down and get a bunch of picks but because there is uncertainty and I think a large part of that is without really knowing how these quarterbacks are going to fall I mean I always caution you mentioned blowing smoke and that's you know everybody's lying at this time of the year and just because Las Vegas or, or these sports books have certain odds on where a quarterback is going to go doesn't mean anything uh, because that's, that's based, those odds are based on what people are betting. And so if a Will Levis is a long shot with odds, then a lot of people will say, hey, that might be a good long shot bet. So a bunch of people bet on it, and then his odds change uh, because all this, you know, a certain amount of money is coming in on him. So there's that uncertainty. I think that there's with you know with guys like Jalen Carter, you know Will Anderson. I mean, this is a strong. You know, Neil Carter's not a pure edge rusher, obviously, but he has he has certain questions about him. Who's going to pull the trigger? There's a lot of this is a really strong draft for edge rushers. So anyway, the point I was going to get to in terms of what you brought up is it's one thing to say trade down and get a bunch of picks, but that also means that there has to be a team wherever they are sitting who wants one player so badly that they're going to give up a whole lot of picks to get them when sometimes the best move for one of those teams, hey, just stay where you are and and whatever point that is, whether it's four, whether it's five, whether it's seven, whether it's 11, whatever it is, you're still going to get a very good player without have to, having to give up extra picks. So that's the one dynamic uh, that we don't know and could, you know, could affect things in terms of the Cardinals trying to get a really good deal for trading down. The other hand, they might just figure, hey, we'll take what – I'm not going to say just take any, any deal that's a bad one, but you know, take the best deal that's there if, if they are offered, you know, knowing you're going to get extra picks. And wherever you trade to, you will get – you should get, if you're doing your job right, a very good player to come in and help your football team. Buda Baker is requested a trade. Would, do you think he'll be traded this week or before training camp? Or what might they get in return if they do trade him? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one because he's, you know, safeties, while their, uh, you know, their salaries and their finances have improved, I don't know that a team is going to give up a whole lot for Buda Baker with the money that he has left on his contract. He wants, I, I think the real issue is he wants more money and a restructuring and an extension of his contract. And so whenever that's the case, that affects the package that you could get from a team. So when a team knows that, hey, we're going to have to change this contract, they're not going to offer as much. 
And so personally, I think Buda Baker's worth more to the Cardinals on their roster than whatever they would get for him, especially in the leadership leadership area. So I, I would hope that the Cardinals and Monty Austin Ford come to their senses and just come up with a, a restructuring of that deal that will make Buda, Buda Baker happy. I think that's the best for all concerned. We don't know if Buda Baker is past the point of no return on this and just totally, absolutely wants out. If that's the case, then certainly that changes the dynamic of it. But I, 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 I think, like I said, I think the best, the best thing for the Cardinals to do is, you know, turn some of his salary that, that he's got on his contract in these next two years, turn that into signing bonus, guarantee some money. He doesn't have any guarantees left on the two years. Extend it. He's still he's not old yet but he's getting closer to that 30-year-old uh, you know, barrier. He's 27, and so you know, get, get another at least good three or four years out of him, and I think that would be the best thing for the Cardinals, especially you want to send a message to your other guys that, hey, we, we, we take care of our best players and especially take care of our leaders. You know, they didn't do that with Zach Allen in terms of his, his ability, but I, I think that's important for this new group to do because that sends a positive message to everybody else that's on that roster. So when it comes to positional needs, we could have a conversation for almost every position. If there are no trades made, the team will have eight picks. So we could look at pass rush, offensive line, corner, running back. So what do you think the team should be valuing most? I think probably pass rush is, is the one thing. But, you know, one, one thing that, that kind of complicates things a little bit with, with this team is, A, we, we don't really know what the defensive scheme is going to look like in terms of, you know, hybrid 3-4-4-3. Three, four, four, three. Is it a straight 4-3? Is it a straight 3-4? We know that there's a bunch of guys on that roster, that, and a bunch of them are young guys that have been added in the last few years, like Majai Sanders and, you know, Cameron Thomas and Victor KJ and all these outside linebackers that pretty much are 3-4 guys. And so we, we don't know how they will truly fit in the scheme and so but and we don't know what the what the current coaching staff thinks of those guys and so you know they're going to start they're going to start getting a real feel for that this week you know with the mini camp and so that kind of complicates things a little bit and how they plan to use their current guys but there's absolutely no doubt that they need pass rush no question about that in whatever scheme that they're playing so to me that's that's the number one need i think after that interior defensive line is very important. Now, that could be outside defensive line, too, if that's where they're looking for the pass rush uh, to come from. Uh, corners, obviously. Uh, you mentioned running back. I mean, right now, the only guy behind James Conner is Keontae Ingram, and we all know that James Conner misses games. There's just no doubt about that. That's been what's happened to him in his career. He doesn't miss a lot, but he misses games. You know, last year he missed, he missed four, and there were a couple of others that he left early. So that's a big chunk of your schedule. Or, and so you have to have viable depth behind him, and that's something they really don't have right now. DeAndre Hopkins, will he be dealt, and might the Cardinals need to pay some of his 2023 salary to trade him? They might have to, and that's you know that, of course, makes the cap hit even larger, so I'm sure that they don't want to pay too much of that. They would have the cap space to do that, so that comes down to making the right deal for him and obviously the Cardinals haven't heard what they want from other teams that might have an interest and that gets back to what we were saying about Buda Baker 
when you have a guy who's going to be 31 in June that has had some injuries the last two years and also has big money in his two, two years left in his contract, like Buddha, none of that money is guaranteed. And while, you know, he sent some little messages that, well, money is not the issue of that, <laughs> I don't know that anybody uh, buys that. And so any team trading for him takes that into account. And so I think that that's going to affect the package you get. So the question becomes, do the Cardinals just, do they just take the best deal that they can for DeAndre Hopkins? And and then if they do that, then you look at that wide receiver group, and that becomes another position that you say, well, what do they have? Yeah, you have Marquise Brown, but guess what? He's in the final year of his contract. And have the Cardinals seen enough from him? Certainly this group hasn't. Uh, to say you're going to sign him for big money going into 2024. And after that, it's it's the injury-prone Rondale Moore and Greg Dort. So that's another position uh, that, that needs help. Not to mention the offensive line with center, with left guard, and you know Kelvin Beecham at right tackle, who's getting up in years. So again, it points out to how many needs there are on this team that probably not going to be able to fill them all in the draft, even though they'd like to. And then uh, but 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 do the best they can, and that's where getting as many picks as possible, especially in those first three rounds, can be very beneficial. Howard Balzer, gophnx.com, right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. Has has Monty Austinford or Jonathan Gannon said anything uh, for, for you to kind of catch on to how they want to build this type of roster? Is there a certain type of foundation that they want to build? Is there a certain way they want about going to get impact guys? We, we hear the buzzwords of character guys all the time. Is there anything that you've gleaned from things that they've said of, of maybe what we could be looking toward in this draft it, it's it's interesting you ask that because of course it was emphasized at their pre-draft press conference last week when Monty Asimfer was asked if he's surprised that he and Gannon seem to be on the same page about so many things in player evaluation especially in the draft and he said no I'm not because we both want the same thing good football players and guys with character as if that's something new right I mean it doesn't every isn't that what every team looks for in the draft and so they're, they're, they're going to go about it the way that any team would and try to get as many quality players as they can, you know, guys that have a passion for the game and guys that aren't just there to collect the paycheck and just love football. And to me, again, that goes back to Buda Baker. That, that's why you want guys like Buda Baker because that's the epitome of guys you want on your roster. And those will be the type of guys they're looking for. doesn't mean, every, you know, every guy's not the same. But uh, that, that's what every team looks for, and certainly that's what, that's what they will be looking for. And bottom line comes down to picking the right guys, coaching, coaching them up, and then having guys that, uh, that, you know, that do, the, do the things necessary you know, to win football games. And we'll see, you know, we'll see if they're able to do that. And, and so much of it revolves around Kyler Murray and what the future will be for him when he comes back you know, from this injury when – his four seasons so far have been filled uh, with injury. And to me, that's the biggest question about him, whether he can stay healthy. So you can have a lot of the other stuff on your roster, but if you don't have that quarterback that you can count on, then sometimes it just doesn't matter. Howard, one more quick thing for me. Were you surprised that Byron Murphy was not re-signed, especially because he didn't get a real blockbuster deal for Minnesota? He didn't get a blockbuster deal, but he still is getting $8 million this year 
And I think the Cardinals, the Cardinals look at that. And again, if you look at all the deals, you know, that they signed, they, I mean, guy, I think the, the, the biggest, the, the biggest deal was, was Kaiser white and he got uh, 10, 10 million over two years. And so mm. they're not paying out a lot of money this year for a lot of guys. And I think, you know, that, and certainly his injury might've had a, definitely had an impact on the contract he got, you know, in the market. And it's essentially a one-year deal that the Vikings can get out of after, after this season, if they want to. And the same thing with Zach Allen. I mean, the Cardinals with 21 contracts they signed for their own players and other players have spent right around $15 million in signing bonuses. Figure that out. I mean, that's like a, an average of a little over $700,000 per player. I mean, that's, that's basically nothing in this market. Zach Allen got a $15 million signing bonus. So he got basically just as much one player that the Cardinals spent for 21 guys. And so I think that was a big factor in why they didn't sign Byron Murphy Jr. also, uh, because they were just going to sign as many players as they could to add numbers to the roster with as as low a financial uh, impact and and guarantees that they could. Their total guaranteed money is, is around $27 million for 21 guys. And Zach Allen got $32 million guaranteed in his contract. So that has been their philosophy, at least for this year in the offseason. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it works out. But obviously you need a lot of really good players in this league. It's an understatement to win games. Howard, before we let you go, uh, the NFL Draft Week is here. So where can people follow along with your Cardinals coverage? Well, you mentioned it, gophnx. Uh, dot com. We'll be covering the draft, and I'll have a little preview uh, coming up today, uh, t- uh, tomorrow, while covering you know all the other things swirling around this team. There always seems uh, to be a lot of that, but uh, mostly at gophnx.com with my writing, and then with the podcast uh, that uh, that we have a whole bunch of uh, on phnx as well. Howard, thanks so much, and we'll uh, see you soon. All right, take care, Kayla. Take care, Bobby. Once again, he is Howard Balzer, and you can follow his work over at gophnx.com.